going to talk about the sins of deception today. How deceived we've been. And it's sad when you don't know you're being deceived. Oh, look at y'all looking at me. <laughs> the Bible says that because of the sins of the father, the children's teeth are on edge. A lot of us who thought we were doing the right thing may not be. And I'm not going to talk so much about the deceiver, Dr. Talley, as much as I'm going to talk about how easy it is for us to be deceived. Y'all stop shouting real quick. And our churches are in trouble. First of all, I give honor to these men of God, Dr. Michael Hamilton, Elder Sylvester Savage, Elder Anthony Adams, all my men and women in the gospel, these elders and evangelist women. Amen. These great super musicians that we have on the side here, the ushers, all of you, the Lord's people. I am very excited about you. This is Grace Gathering Week, of course. So it's going to start. I think we got people coming in town starting tomorrow. I need everybody to be on their best behavior and uh, keep your best foot forward. Uh, they were telling me about a preacher, a presiding bishop that was going off on everybody because people wouldn't show up and they wouldn't do it. I'm, I'm going to try to be, I'm going to try to keep this as classy as possible. I don't give a you know what about folks who are fake anyway. That's right, turn it off. Turn it off, we get ready to talk. If you fake anyway, if you got a spirit of Ananias and Sapphira and all you're trying to do is make me think that you're with me and when you're really not, uh, and, and you can't kiss up to me and backstab everybody in the congregation and think that that's cool. Now, I'm going to try to be really good because, let me tell you something, I came into kingdom development, and I forget sometimes that when you've been spending a lot of time with God, because I ain't been doing a lot of stuff for almost a month, from Mother's Day before Mother's Day, um, you get close to God and you start killing. Uh, when I was a young fella, I spent two weeks in the church in Ohio, from January 4th, 1980 to January 18th, inside the church. And they had a youth program toward the end of that, and I was in the youth program, and I was sending everybody to hell. Everybody was going to hell because I've been spending time with God. So the youth leader, who is a Pastor Diana Lindsay, who uh, her son is Aaron Lindsay, you've heard of him. So she tried to calm me down. She said, now, buddy, you know, you've been spending, you close to God. You've been in the church. And everybody ain't at your level. So you need, you know, back off. I said, oh, you just, you going to hell too. <laughs> Sometimes uh, you have no idea that when you begin to get promoted, uh, get ready for a whooping. Because when you get strong in the Lord, the attack against you heats up. So when you first come up at the grave, you know you're ready to go. But after you're out there for a while, now you got to deal with some circumstances that you might have been ready for, that you might not have been ready for. Now, I wanted to deal with that more than anything about the spirit of deception because God had to deal with me because uh, our church, Dr. Harvey, was put in a position 
And I didn't want to take blame for being tricked. But I found out something. God twisted uh, Marcus, a scripture to me that I've been reading all my life, but I never saw it that way. When you look at somebody and tell them the more time you spend with God, the more he can stretch a scripture out. You see, when you understand God, you've got to understand that when you first get it, it's logos. But the longer it's in you and the longer it begins to matriculate and grow and develop, it turns into rhema. So one scripture can take you through life, but not if you sit on it and just make it your little nursery rhyme that you've been dealing with for most of your life. Uh, now, there's, there's, there's a thing called exegesis, which is to pull out of scripture. But there's also a word called uh, eisegesics, which is when you try to make the scripture sound like you want it to sound. Just because you don't like it don't mean uh, uh, it's sin. Just because you don't like somebody don't mean they're wrong. Y'all ain't going to like me up in here today. I'm sick of it. I talked about it uh, Tuesday night. I was in Romans 14. I always go to Romans 14 when self-righteousness creeps into the church. Just look at somebody and say, you ain't all that, please. Some of y'all ain't turned and said nothing to nobody. That's all right. Some of y'all think you're the only one going to heaven, and you might be the first one in hell. You know, because I'm telling y'all something. Now, please, please don't get mad at me. I'm, I'm breaking this ground up. Um, the church I came from, we were sending everybody to hell. And then I heard them say, if you ain't baptized in Jesus' name, you're going to hell. If you wear this, you're going to hell. If you do that, you're going to hell. Everybody was going to hell. And so I was brought up under that type of mindset. And so when um, God began to stretch me, book of Corinthians said he stretches us. See, when God is trying to stretch you, many of you think he's trying to stress you. Look at somebody say, you ain't being stressed. You're being stretched. See, I, I, I just picked up a bad spirit. Because we're so busy wanting to send folk to hell, and we're so busy wanting to condemn other people, that we forget God said, I wish that all men be saved. Why are you trying to send people to hell and condemn people when God wants them saved? Because when you've already condemned somebody to hell, you think that there's no redeemable values in them whatsoever. Amen. This is not working. And it's bad when you've already condemned somebody when you don't know next week they might be who you need. I remember when Jesus said one time, well, when Paul says, no, leave John Mark here. And then him and Barnabas broke up their friendship over him. But then down the road says, tell John Mark we have need of him. Some of y'all done buried people and got rid of people and dogged out people. That's your answer and your way out. Look at somebody and say, don't give up on me too soon. Because you don't know what might be happening down the road. Some of y'all are just too presumptuous. The word presumptuous means I've summed it up before I got all the facts. I'm enjoying myself since y'all ain't. And so I'm trying to set a tone for a ministry that's going to be receptive and embracing. I need grace to embrace. The lack of grace will cause you to erase. And we're erasing people that, that's, that, that's needful. I'm in the wrong church up in here. 
And the sins of the father, see, the black Pentecostal church leading up, I mean, when I came up and coming up, and so here's what I said when they were sitting there by the hell. Could it be possible that when they get to the gate, that God is going to tell those pastors and those preachers who said you can't come clean or stay away dirty. Hell, if I could come clean, I wouldn't need God. I'm coming to you because I am dirty. Won't he make you clean? You know, he, he does that. <laughs> he does that. You can't make yourself clean. Because there's some things that you don't think is in there that's nasty. So you've been taught by the black church to make clean the outside of the cup. When the inside is still full of dead man's bones, extortion. Y'all don't want to talk to me. Anybody that can't say amen to this message today, I know who you are. You got to be able to allow the Holy Ghost. You got to go to this guy. Turn the light on. If you find anything that shouldn't be, show me. Take it away from me. A lot of us call it righteousness when it's self-righteousness. And so we have to learn. And so could it be possible, Dr. Talley, that these people can get to the gate and God says, depart from me, you work of iniquity. I don't even know you. When you've been saved for 70 years, Y'all ain't going to like this. When you have put people back out on the street because of a weakness. When you have condemned people because of something that you cannot cover. How saved are you really when you've already put a condemnation spirit on somebody that you are supposed to be their way in? There was an end for the outs. I'm getting back. I'm, I'm not done with Luke either. I just got too much scripture to talk about today. So now, could it be possible, Diane, Apostle Diane Jones, that these preachers might be the ones that God is talking about? Depart from me, you work of iniquity. I don't know you. Because they said, well, why would you say that, Cousin? He said, they said, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? Did we not cast out devils in your name? And what's he going to say? Depart from me, you work of, I never knew you. Could it be possible that there are pastors in pulpits that God don't know? Not because you didn't need him, was because you took upon yourself a self-righteous state and you moved your way out of being a receptor for God and you became a deceptor for the devil. There are things in the church now that are happening that wasn't happening when we were kids coming up. They thought the rapture would have been here by now. And because they thought the rapture should have been here by now, they didn't tell us that there's going to be waves of new type of uh, challenges that's going to come into the church. And here we are condemning stuff that we didn't think should have been in the church. Can I tell y'all something? The church is an emergency room. The church is not an outpatient daycare room. An emergency room, you got cold blues and cold nines or whatever y'all got. Y'all got people who are shot up and beat up who can't do nothing for themselves. Uh, uh, you don't bring no balloons to the emergency room. I'm in the wrong church up in here. You don't bring no cards and no flowers to the emergency room. You don't bring that to ICU. And the church is supposed to be an emergency room uh, and we ain't got the skill level to deal with anybody that's hemorrhaging. 
So we want to put you back out in the street because we can't handle it. Isn't it something uh, that you ain't got enough juice in you or enough oil inside? I ain't talking about the oil that we put together in these bottles. Uh, I'm talking about the oil uh, that's in your belly that you pour into people who are bruised and beat up and you ain't got enough of it because you up in church profiling trying to look good in front of somebody else that's as fake as you. Where is the love? Where's 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 the love? The Bible said the only way that you will know that you're my disciples is love one to another. I took a hit because the enemy knows. He knows where I'm about to be promoted to. I'm about to be a bad motor scooter. Yes, sir. And see, but I had to be able to take the hit and not complain. See, sometimes you got to understand that if you're a child of God, the hit is for a reason. And I want God to like do stuff real quick. God, do this thing quick. I should be over this by now. God said, you over it when you get over it. Uh-oh. See, when that cross got lifted up, all the weight fell on Jesus' hands and legs. Go to, um, I think Ephesians, brother. I think I'm in Ephesians. Because I'm going to show y'all something. And it's real. no, Galatians, I'm sorry, Galatians. Six, and uh, we have started one, but I'm going to talk about this. Brethren, how y'all doing over there? Um, uh, read me that quote that you did, uh, Dr. Savage. And then, Carvin, I want you to read the, uh, the definition that I like. And you got to get a microphone, sir. Yeah, once you find it. Now, I thought y'all was supposed to have that stuff. I thought, I, I thought we rehearsed this back in the back. <laughs> you rehearsed for a reason. I need you to get a mic. Not my, yeah, get, get your mic. We need some more rehearsal, that's all. What, give, give me that quote. Okay. Listen to this. When I have learned from my mistakes and assessed the damage, I tend to remember them before doing them again. In other words, he's saying if you get hit hard enough before that thing happened again, you're going to think about it real good and hard. Do I got somebody in here? Now, how many of y'all have ever said, I ain't never going to do that again, and you did? It didn't hurt bad enough. Look at somebody say, it didn't hurt bad enough. How many times have y'all given people chance after chance after chance after chance, and you thought that the leopard, you thought that the spots on that leopard was going to change? Now, the bad part about it is when you give nobody a chance now because of that leopard. What's the definition, Elder Jones? Get a microphone and read it loud. Here's one of the definitions of deception. Uh, Y'all liking this? Let me hear you. To refuse to accept the truth. They refuse to accept the truth? To refuse to accept the truth. Now, what were some of the other ones about, you know, the... the being deceived, being tricked. To persuade someone that, that something is false or, or untrue or to keep the truth hidden from someone for your own advantage. Okay, good. I'm going to show y'all some stuff. I'm building up my argument, but I want to show you something because uh, here's what happened to us, Dr. Tavis. First of all, let, 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 let me start reading scripture. Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, now this is a Father's Day man. Now y'all know I was going to take y'all back to John. Hey, you know, that's when he said, yeah, of your father, the devil. But I preached that three years in a row and it ain't 
change nobody. <laughs> he was saying, the reason why you can't receive me because you have not received my father. Now, y'all got to understand the Bible said no man come to Christ unless he's drawn by the father. Fathers are a big deal in God's hierarchical uh, development paradigm. See, the non-nuclear family, the fathers are being wiped out. You know, back when we was coming up, we had Cliff Huxtable. We had Leave it to Beaver's daddy. Well, I'm trying to keep it black. Fred Sanford. <laughs> John Amos. What, what, what was that? Good, good time. It was some daddies at home. Now, ain't no daddies at home. And when there's no daddies at home, and in the last 20 years, because pop culture, uh, 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 am I boring y'all? Pop culture is so big that television and what your kids see uh, is now the new norm. It's unfortunate that many of our women have to raise their children by themselves because every man up in here who got a child is not a father. Some of y'all ain't number sperm donors. Let me tell y'all something before anybody start casting judgment on me. I had a child out of wedlock. Took care of him. I sent child support. I was in the military. I was paying so much child support. Another woman said she was pregnant by me. I was the welfare system of the 80s. See, y'all don't want to talk to me. Well, that one, uh, that one was a little bit, that one a little bit odd because the baby was was real light skinned with hazel eyes. Reverend Gambrell, don't nobody want me to talk the truth today. So my mother had a problem. Uh, her problem was as black as you is. I was, can I be real with y'all today? Because I was, not a, I, was, I was a rolling stone. And y'all looking at me like I was the only one. Because the first baby... I said it wasn't mine, you know, and so, I, you know, one night stand, ain't mine. They knocked on my door two weeks later, oh, I'm pregnant. Well, uh, congratulations, I slammed the door. God, y'all looking at me like something wrong with me. I'm just a real, I'm real, I'm just a, I said, I didn't think it was mine. Wouldn't talk to the girl, wouldn't have nothing to do, because I was a gangster, and you weren't going, you know, they are people, mess with me if you think you're going to get away with it. I got a big family, too, so I wasn't going to fight by myself. So anyway, one of them, I don't say nothing to me. I said, no, it ain't mine. I start blaming other people. I'm bold. Ex-boyfriend. I'm blaming it. Go to, go to, go there. Well, anyway, all this time, I'm the, I'm the drummer for uh, my uncle's gospel singing group. <laughs> the Ballad Brothers, and we had groupies, you know, so we had a, and so anyway, we was at, we was at my aunt's house one day. And uh, the guitar player who knew the family called, called me by my nickname. He says, uh, you know such and such had that baby, right? I said, so? He says, uh, you need to go up to the hospital and see it. I ain't going up to no hospital and see nothing. And this is the clean, this is the G version of that conversation. 
And he says, well, I went up there to see it. Okay, good. He said, I'm just going to tell you this. If it ain't your baby, it's your daddy's. <laughs> I said, what? So I went to the hospital. Soon as I saw it, where did I stand there? <laughs> because I was a bad, and so now another person that was there in that time, then they baby was by somebody else. I paid for about six months until my mama said, this ain't yours. Isn't this something back in the old days mamas knew? Mama be sitting back in the chair like this. Like, yeah. That ain't one of us. That, that right there, no, that ain't one of us. And she was right. It came back 99.9% .9 it wasn't mine. Uh, but I was a bad dude because we were talking today. I probably paid for, please don't hate me, I probably paid for at least seven to eight abortions. Oh, I was a real, yeah, yeah. Every, everything that was moving by the power of God. So you have to learn lessons. So my realness uh, allows me to deal how I'm dealing. So I was taking care of stuff. So I took care of the baby that was born. I, I, not only did I pay child support until he graduated, I went to his graduation, bought him his first car. Now he is uh, uh, working on his master's degree, went to his college graduation. He's married with a child. Some of y'all have met him. He's been here before. He was out of wedlock. I did not turn the other cheek, even when I wanted to. If you're a real man uh, and if you're going to do something, take care of your business. God is not a deadbeat dad, and neither can we be, and we're going to represent him. Oh, y'all didn't like that? Don't be walking around here all manned up, and you ain't handling your business? Your baby can't get no pampers, and can't get no milk, and, and, and can't get no man, and then, and then you walk around trying to get high. I'm done with that. Uh, look at somebody said, face up to your issues. Man up to your issues and do the right thing. See, just because you get mad at the woman, you can't make that child suffer. Well, she this and she that. Yeah, but you take care of it. I, I'm like this. Had it been a situation where me and the woman were not together, I'm still going to take care of my business. Oh, y'all didn't like that. Oh, no, she going to do, no, 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 she only did what she was supposed to do. And you did, now you need to do what you got to do. Let me get off that because y'all don't like this kind of preaching. If a man be overtaken in a fault, and I, I've had many faults, hello, you know what, Charlene, maybe I need to cut that. Ain't, ain't nobody feeling me today. You know, we got issues in our flesh. I went there. And then people get mad at me just because, hey, baby, I don't care what you did yesterday. I don't care what you did last night. I don't care what you did this morning on the way to church. All have sinned and come short of God's glory. And if you messed around and had a baby just to get some support, shame on you. Uh-oh. I picked up that spirit because somebody met. It ain't all, always the dude. Oh, honey, ain't nothing going to happen. I'm on birth control. You got nine kids and you like 22. 
Uh-oh, ain't nobody liking me today. Some of y'all name ought to be Myrtle because you are constantly fertile. I wasn't messing with nobody that was having babies every, every other week. Ooh, it's quiet up in here. If you keep your legs closed, I ain't talking to you. Oh, my Lord, now you're mad. Lock that stuff up, then you can't get pregnant. Don't be walking around here uh, the selling fish, and then you think you ain't supposed to. Lord, I don't know what's going on up in here. You got that little hot boy? He, yeah, he going to follow you. Girl, you fine. And you twisting stuff, you juggling everything. Yeah, it's going to affect him. You know, when I was young, my God, I'd go to the store with mom and see a naked mannequin, and I'm, I'm, I'm popped up, you know. A mannequin, I'm looking at the mannequin. Ain't nothing real on the mannequin. Oh, man, I'm looking. Mama, you know, come on, boy, what you looking at? I'm just trying to see what this outfit going to look like. And it just, everything jumping up, everything moving. Now, you get my age, boy, you got, the uh, reason why I ain't trying to sin, it takes too much energy. <laughs> Y'all don't like me now. Yeah, when you my age, boy, you got to, like, work it up. You got, you got, Jesus will work it out. <laughs> yeah, you need imagination. You got to have stuff, pictures, videos. No, I ain't doing all that. Then you got some young women out there that say, oh, honey, I can make it work. Baby, this resurrection ain't happening no more. <laughs> you ain't got that much power. Resurrection power. You ain't holy enough to get this bad boy to work. I know y'all wish I'd shut up and go home. You'll be all discouraged and mad because stuff just be laying down. You know, just having a good time. Should have caught me about 30 years ago, baby. I ain't doing that. All right. Move on to something else. But look at somebody said, all have sinned and come short. So you can't bring your past into your future because it would derail everything. You got to forgive yourself first. And don't worry about who don't forgive you because uh, that's on them. Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, ye which are spiritual, not experienced, ye which are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. Look at somebody say, you ain't above temptation. You know what? Let me go ahead and, and get real with this because, you know. There, 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 there's some older folk. That's the reason why the church got so messed up because the pulpit got generic and cookie cutter. Am I, Jerry, am I right? Church then got cookie cutter and generic. So our kids did not have enough uh, of a factor of God to combat uh, everything that they were being exposed to. Some of y'all parents don't talk to your kids. But you do talk to them because they watch your actions. And you mad at your child for doing some stuff that you do every day. 
You think your kids ain't listening to you when you're talking about somebody else on the telephone? You think that your kids ain't following up on the spirit that's in that house? If your child got a spirit of pornography, it probably came from the heads of household. Ooh, y'all, yeah, yeah. Y'all want to trip on me? Let me trip back. You're sitting up in here and you're self-righteous. You got something on the inside that you don't want to face and you want to deal with. So you blame your children. Your child ain't nothing but a reflection of you. Either what you've let down didn't do right or something that you thought somebody else should have did. You want to shun the responsibility. Oh, yeah. Shout to that. Say ha-ha to that. I'm too apostolic to play with y'all. And right now, God is saying, I, I, I need people to understand. I'm trying to get you. I'm going to preach about my failure in a minute. Did you just do that? No, that was just one of them early. But this one involved the church. This next failure I'm going to preach about, Marcel, affected the church. It's something when the pulpit don't want to take responsibility for the overall success of the ministry they've been assigned to. See, what you've got to understand is that when God puts something in your hand, you're responsible for it. It don't mean that you ain't going to make no mistake. It just means you got to own up to it so you don't keep making them. Uh, next verse. Bear ye one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. Next verse. For if a man think himself to be something when he is nothing, he does what? He deceives him. Ooh. I got a quiet. What time is it? What time is it? Mm. Talk to yourself. Say, am I deceiving myself? Do you think you could actually do something better than somebody else and you ain't doing it yet? Can I help you just for a second? When you see somebody doing stuff and they're successful, they might be grinding. And sometimes you think you could do a better job. But there are a set of orders and a set of rules downloaded into you that will cause you to know that you are assigned for this lane. Because you think you could preach better or sing better or do this better and you jump and try to do it, you will fall flat on your face. You will go shipwreck. There's people that watch you right now. There's people that look at your life right now. So I would do this and I would do that. You cannot do anything until you've been assigned to that particular assignment and walk in that shoe. Don't ever tell nobody I wouldn't have done that. Yeah, because that's why you ain't in this lane. Don't ever get caught up with folks who think they can do something better than you, but they're not doing it. God is not some blithering idiot uh, who puts the wrong people in the wrong place. Uh, God knows how to purpose you and, and program you. It's you who wants to do more than what you ought to be doing. It's you that got the spirit of Athaliah and you will kill all the seed royal so you can take her position and kill your babies. It's you who get a license and, and a position so you can get a, a close seat. Why you want a close seat when you ain't got a close relationship? How dare you want to be seen of men, uh, but you hide from God? 
How dare you sit in this pulpit and condemn somebody for making a mistake? And then you sit around here and act like you ain't never made none. I think, you know what? You know how come the kids love me? Because I don't kill them for their mistakes. Look at somebody and say, my bad. You know, you be beating somebody there. I'm, I'm appreciative when a young man comes back to want to do it better. When you make them, it's just, it's just like Sylvester said, uh, I'm going to graduate. See, God will let you get burnt so you won't burn up. How many of y'all in here know that there's some stuff that you would never try again? See, some of y'all, yeah, I owe you. There's some stuff I ain't. I no. You can't jump in water and expect not to get wet. You're going to get wet. Um, for if a man think of himself when he is nothing, when he is what? When he is what? When he is what? You know how come y'all ain't saying it? Because y'all really think y'all got it going on. You ain't all that. Any of y'all who think you fine up in here, go look at some of the prostitutes in D.C. I went to D.C., man, when I was young. And the prostitutes looked like models. There's certain sections of this country where, uh, you know, uh, you can win the beauty contest at your school when you're the only girl. Ooh, I'm about to preach up in here. Some of y'all don't understand uh, that things are happening around you and that you got to cause your brand to be bigger and better. And what kills us, all of us got this crazy little mirror that we found that we stole from Alice in Wonderland or the Sleeping Beauty or somebody. And that mirror lies to you. That mirror, you say that mirror, mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest one of all? And your lying mirror got the nerve to say, it's shoe, baby. Shoe, baby. It's shoe, baby. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. Look in a real mirror that's going to tell you the truth about yourself. Let's keep on going here. Next verse. I'm about to get to my point. Then I'm going to let you go. But let every man prove his own work or worth. And then shall he re have rejoicing in himself alone and not in another. Some of y'all are trying to impress the wrong people all the time. And you're never going to get a true reading about who you're supposed to be. Somebody holler deception. Don't let people tell you how fine you are, how great you are, how wonderful you are, and you don't know it for yourself. Next verse. For every man shall bear his own burden. Look at somebody say, whatever you think you are, whatever you think you're going to do, the proof is coming. The proof is in the pudding. I'm about to get to where I'm trying to get. Next verse. Let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teacheth in all good things. In other words, if you're doing a good job, let me know your praise report. Yeah. Have you ever talked to anybody, Hammer, and everything they were dealing with was negative? If I taught you a good word, let that word work for you. Stop complaining, well, this person did that, and that person said that. I don't care what they said or did. You ain't got nothing to do with that. You got to be accountable for what you say and do. Next verse. I'm about to get you out of here because y'all don't like me. Here, here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. Back up my chair a little bit. Here it comes. Thank you, Hannah. Be, all right, here's what happened. 
Some of y'all know this, and most of you don't. Our reason for being here really is a result of God's mercy in the midst of my stupidity. Um, mm, and I never looked at this scripture like this until two days ago, Mother Tally. Here's what went on. Uh, we were at a church, and we were trying to get some things done, and we were promised a lot of things, and, uh, you know, people were doing certain things. They, were, they, they had that carrot in front of your face, and you're going after it. Come to find out it was a hoax, and everything was really a scheme. So me and God, so, so uh, two weeks ago, Chad, we found out that there was a lien against us. Mm. There was a judgment against us. For $167,000. But then, Latanya, we found out that they were charging us 9.5% interest over the last four years. So what? So it almost came to $200,000. And when the banker came to close our deal, which we're closing, they took it from us and put it on the Sumter Church. So that means Sumter's payment has to go up almost $2,000, $1,500 for a mistake that I made because I'm the owner. I need y'all to listen to me because responsibility comes uh, uh, with rank. Now, see, it, it bothers me when all y'all want a collar and y'all want a title, but you don't want no responsibility. Somebody asked me a question the other day. I, says, I said, no, if you are a reactor and not a responder, something's wrong with you. What's the difference between a reaction and a response? When I react, I'm going to act like I've been acting. When I respond to something, it comes from the word responsible. So when you're responsible, you're going to weigh out the entire circumstance before you make a decision. Hello up in here. That's why some of y'all jump and then you're mad at the jump. No, think about that thing first. Responsibility means that there are some calculations inside of me that's going to give me proper answers. Y'all ain't talking to me. When I react, I'm going to do what I did before, which didn't work. I'm almost here. I might even feel... Preach coming on, maybe. And so, I'm mad at God. I said, God, how could you let this happen? I said, that's wrong. He said, yeah, it is wrong. Why'd you let that happen? God said, because you got tricked. How could I get tricked if you're the one that's leading me? Y'all ought to see how y'all looking at me. Because some of y'all done been tricked too. Everybody plays a fool sometime. Okay, leave that alone. And so I'm mad because if it was my money, I could handle it better. Yeah, I remember when, when God called David to the carpet for numbering Israel. God says, uh, I'm going to give you three choices. David said, just as long as you don't put me in the hands of man. And so David took the shortest one, which meant the people were going to be killed. And so God was killing the people because of David's mistake. I'm about to get happy up in here. And David, that's when he went to Ornan's threshing floor and they went and get him a sacrifice. Oh, my God. And then Ornan said, you're the king, so you get yours for free. David said, I will not offer anything to God that I have not paid for myself. See, some of y'all want to free, some of y'all want to free me without paying the true price. 
And so God, let's say we got this $200,000 lien that we got to settle before we close. We're closing next week. They're closing on here and they're redoing something's loan. A lot of stuff was coming up, but God had to deal with me. I said, God, I says, uh, uh, why'd you allow that to happen? He says, now let me talk to you, boy. Y'all need to listen to me today like you ain't never listened to me in your life. Uh, uh, look at somebody says, shortcuts will, short, will short-circuit you. Okay, tell somebody, I tell them a shortcut will short-circuit you. Uh, the problem was, I thought I was being helped by somebody other than God. But thinking it was God because it was help coming, Satan will set you up to get something good to keep you from getting God's best. Some of y'all married the wrong person because you got anxious. Some of y'all are dealing with the wrong people in your life because you thought that God didn't have a plan for you. But I read the scripture one day. And he said, I know my plans towards you. I know my thoughts towards you. There are peace and not of evil that you would have what you expect. Look at somebody says, your expectations um, have been reduced over time uh, because you failed so many times and you've been burnt so many times that you've allowed expectations uh, to plummet and go down. Uh, and some of y'all have settled uh, for something so beneath what God had. For, I'm preaching right now. So now you're trying to deal with something that's dragging you down. I said, God, what's up? He said, Smitty, uh, you got deceived. I said, God, how do I, uh, what, 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 what you mean I got deceived? He says, and I had to let you get deceived at six figures so you wouldn't get deceived at seven, eight, nine figures. Uh, look at somebody tell them, say, uh, God got to let you mess up now. Because up the road, there's something so big that got your name on it uh, that he cannot afford to allow you to blow it. Um, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I feel the Holy Ghost in there, David. I need you to look at somebody and say, the reason why you messed up at the last level. Because now you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that that ain't going to stop me from being promoted the next time. I could say no now. And so God saying, brought me to this scripture. And he says... Be not deceived. Oh, my God. Now, I've read that scripture all my life, Sarah. But all I can remember is, whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. That's all I knew about it. I didn't understand that that first part was the most important part. Mm. He said, Sammy, uh, I cannot bless you above your ability to be deceived. Uh-oh, okay, gotta, I got to break that down. Uh, how could you be deceived? You're only deceived when you have not calculated everything that you should have calculated before you made an assumption. Corinne, I'm in the wrong church because these people are missing everything that I'm saying. Many of you cannot be promoted because God knows the next level will deceive you because you ain't put your homework in. Some of y'all stuck where you've been for the last 10, 15 years of your life. And so now we have to come up with $200,000 with interest. And it's because I got deceived. So now you got to see God says, uh, I'm not mocked. So you're going to pay for your uh, ability to be deceived. But right now, there's something on the inside of me. Try to come to me again. 
ain't got to be the same person as the principal behind it now. Will you nudge somebody and say, God will let you get burned so you don't burn up? I dare you to find three people and tell them uh, the reason why you went through the hell you went through in your past. Uh, because God cannot afford for you to mess up at the level that I'm taking you to. Y'all ain't talking to somebody. God said there's 33 people in here right now that there's a promotion on your life, but there's been a struggle in your life, and you didn't know how come you couldn't get to what God was showing you. God said the reason why you couldn't get there, first of all, you have to come with the mindset and the knowledge that I was not totally ready for my promotion because I had not done all my homework. Let's get ready to run up out of here. Because I found out something about God. The next verse. And then we're about to get you up out of here. He said, for he that soweth to the flesh. Ah, uh, I hear you back there, boy. Uh, somebody in here don't understand uh, that you've sown to the flesh. Because uh, they look good. Uh, they smelled good. Uh, it looked like they had some money. Uh, but what y'all don't understand, uh, that the devil knows how to look like church. The Bible says uh, that the devil will transform himself uh, into angels of light uh, and to ministers of righteousness. Uh, and somebody will promise you some stuff uh, in the church uh, and I'll make you derail your future. Uh, but I'm here to let you know today uh, that if you learn how to be steadfast, uh, unmovable, uh, always abounding in the work of God, uh, even though it might look like uh, you're being set back for a minute, uh, Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'd rather sit back and wait for God to promote me than to have a demonic spirit in the church try to raise me up. I'd rather keep myself where I am now. I'd rather walk to church than to let Louie, the playboy, pick me up. I'd rather sit down in the third row than to fake like I got a calling on my life when it's not ready. I need you to tell somebody else. Tell them they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall bring my pulpit back up in here. Bring my pulpit back up. Bring my pulpit back up in here. Bring my pulpit back up in here. Bring my pulpit back up in here. Somebody is about to understand the power of God. Tell him I'd rather suffer the afflictions of my people for a season than to dwell in riches before my time. Look at somebody one more time and tell them, guess what? Promotion does not come from man. It comes from God. He takes down one. He sets up another. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, watch what's about to happen in your life. It's something when you got the jackrabbit winning all the races, but the turtle was consistent and persistent. I'm telling you right now, don't give up good and forfeit God's Oh my God. Oh my God. When I was a little boy in the church, Jasmine, make sure you see me. I got something for your uncle. When I was a little boy in the church, there was a some folks rather 
Some folks choose silver. Choose silver and gold. These things, these things, these things, they treasure and forget about. They forget about their soul. But I decided, son, yes I have, oh, to make Jesus. Now, now, check out this thing, friend. Let me tell you something. You can tell who ain't been saved but about 15 minutes. Folks from the old church know this right here. The words are so true. And some of us have made some bad decisions because you can't wait upon the Lord. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They'll mount up with wings like eagles. They'll run and not be weary. They'll walk with not faint. These things they treasure. Help me some of y'all singers that might know it. These things they treasure. And they forget about their soul. They forget about they forget about hey, I've decided I've decided to make to make him my choice. Now, some of y'all might remember this part. This is the part. Me and David go. I know the road and the going gets tough and the hills get so hot. They get hard to climb. Hey, but I started out. It was a long time ago. And there is no doubt. There's no doubt in my head. Yes, I, yes, I, yes, I did. To make Jesus. This altar call that I'm about to make, ooh, is gonna deal with people who have made hasty decisions and you're paying for it now. God said, when you make your way to this altar, I'm gonna cancel that debt. You got to be real with yourself. I started out, it was a long time ago. And there is no doubt no, 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 no. In my mind, I listen. Yes, I, yes, I did. To make him listen. I'm about to make this altar call. Listen to me again. You've made some decisions that you're still paying for because God is not mocked. And whatsoever man so he got to reap. So some of us are paying for some stuff that happened a long time ago. Well, this, this deal that we're dealing with now, God is getting ready to wipe out the entire debt. Not just the debt that we lost, but the entire debt. Y'all ain't getting happy. Whoever comes up in here today, you're coming up here based on a hasty decision that you're still paying for. God said, I'm going to wipe out the entire debt. If you're in here, come on, come on up. God's about to turn your life around. My choice. 
Come on, choir. I know the road and the going gets tough. And the hill they get tough. They get hard to come. This young brother right here. Let me see you. Come here, baby boy. Let me see you. Give me your hand. Let me tell you something. There's something special in you. You hear me? There's something special in you. God's going to bless you more than you. Man, you're going to match. Man, you're a champion. You know that? And I love this dude. Come on, baby. Come on over here. You good? <laughs> she said, don't put me in front of everybody. Man. Reverend Gambrill, come and shake my hand. So Mike, that's your son. I'm gonna dunk on, right? Yeah, I'm gonna dunk on. Look at, he looking at me like, yeah, right. I, I, I'm gonna use a trampoline and a ladder, but I'm gonna do it. I love him. 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 I, love him. I decided. Yes, I did. To make to make him my child. God's about to turn somebody's life around. One more time, one more time, people. Hear me? I know the road is rough. And the going gets tough. And the hills, they get so hard. The hills get high. Oh, yes, they do. But I started out. It was a long time ago. There is no doubt. Listen, a lot of us are caught up in some things right now, but God's about to really fix it up for you. A lot of stuff we did because we didn't have no power not to do. That's all right. He throws your sins as far as the east to the west. So he ain't going to get messed because of your mistakes. He could get messed up when you think you got to stay in it. I ain't got to do this no more. I ain't got to let the devil win no more. Vanessa, if God is not God enough to make me win, why would I need a God that loses to the devil? We're praying for some people right now. Brother, jo uh, Brother Butch was in the hospital. He had a blood was on his brain. He was in ICU. He's in a regular room now. Uh, Sharon Brown, they have her in hospice. But I believe that God could raise anybody up. Almost everybody in our ministry across the board was getting hit and shot at, beat down and beat on. But I dare somebody to say, if God be for me, who could be against me? There is no doubt. Are you touching? Touch somebody that's next to you. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. To make him mine. <laughs> Let's do it again. Let's do it again. I feel it. Mm -hmm. I know the Lord. I'm the God. Hey, let's see my baby again. And the hills that get so high. They get hard to climb. But I started out. It 
was a long time ago. Like my son, my son called me yesterday, you know, he, he a baller, but he's in the army now. He said, how come my daddy couldn't be 6'6", you know, so I could have some of that height? I would have been making some money too, you know. <laughs> but it ain't about John Moran, come from my neighborhood. Zion Williams, come from my neighborhood. Something is going to happen with your son. When I look at him, that's John. Rockabye used to drive his daddy to church. John Moran's daddy played on the championship team with Ray Allen back in the 90s. I was there at the championship game. In fact, T. Moran made the winner's basket. There's a flow that's going through. Millions, now, he ain't doing it because of the money, but the money's a part of it. God is going, I, I, I'm praying that the protection of the angels be on him. That nothing mess with him. Nothing derails him. Because next Thursday night, they're about to have an NBA draft. I was invited to come and sit at one of the tables. But I'm going to be at church. Somebody said, you crazy. You better go out there. No, because if something's for me, I'll get it. I don't chase money. Money chase me. Yeah, money chase me. But I see it on 